The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Bad Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's episode of Vanguard, we're rapping about the brave men and women in law enforcement who were assassinated on the duty. And I bet you, you did not even hear about it. Well, we'll talk about it and much, much more. So ladies and fellas too, without further ado, let's get busy. What you know good, Holiday? Yeah, mate. Mate. I'm just waking up. I can't even see. Oh, man. Other than that, I'm good. Finally a day off. Oh, that's what's up, man. Sent you off. Anything special? I don't know. I gotta go to the store and get some stuff. I don't know. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm off. You ain't getting no libations, nothing to drink? Mm, well, just got to do some grape cranberry juice. And, ah, that was weak. It's a glass bottle. I got my favorite uh, frosty mug, and I got my green tea up in here. I gave up on the Slim Fast, so. Nice. It's a step up from Slim Fast. Green tea. There you go. That can work. We can do that. Okay. All right, let's get Miss Waddy up here. Miss Waddy, what's happening? Hey, all. How's everybody's day going? All right. Good. Good. Just woke up. Good. All right. No complaints. No complaints. complaints. How about yourself? Never any complaints. It's always something to be grateful for. There you go, Miss Waddy. Talk to him. Boy, I tell you, no wonder you in the, uh, the peer support group. Yeah, we all good. <laughs> We ain't got to do nothing. We ain't got to do nothing else. We ain't got to talk about nothing else. We we all good. I just try to be supportive as much as I can to all my uh, fellow. There you go. There you go. Hey, hey, we definitely appreciate it. And um, also, also, if people do not know who's listening to this. Yeah, Miss Waddy is in. She's in peer support. So, you know, definitely, definitely, uh, look her up if you. Going through some things. Oh uh, man, she definitely put the word on you. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. We need more. We need more out there like you there, Miss Waddy. Hey, you know what? Guys, guys, you know what I want to quickly, what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the the team takeover. I I was glad to see that. I know we we arrested about 40 or 50 people. And I was glad to see that. I wish it was more. 
Uh, but but I'm glad to see we're we're taking we're taking some action instead of just sitting around and you know just watching. I'm mm-hmm. glad that the that the powers may be are just you know or or hey go hands on start arresting folks. I'll say this, you know, it kind of took it kind of went back to old school police. How you just have all these mass arrests. You know, people come down to cause disturbance or, or chaos, whatever they call it, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. You know, we do these mass arrests. We don't take no, you know, we won't take any crap from people. I was glad to see that. But, you know, our boss, Mayor Johnson, we ha- he has four years, and and we we owe him that. He's going he's going to get that. But man, did you the press conference that he addressing the mat, uh, addressing the team takeover? No, I didn't get. Yeah, I didn't get to listen to it uh, yet. No, I didn't. I didn't hear about it either. Okay, well, hey, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna play a clip. And we're gonna listen to uh, Brandon Johnson him dressing the latest uh, Chicago team takeover. Then, and then uh, we we'll just talk a quick second and, and move on to what's new on the beat. So, all right, let's check this clip out and hear what our what our uh our our brave boss and you know I had to had to say about it. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson opening up on everything from the migrants to teen takeovers. Since he took office in May, he hasn't fielded questions from reporters very often. Among those asking them today, CBS2 political investigator Dana Kozlov and Dana Mayor Johnson spent about an hour talking with the press. Yeah, Jim and Marie and the most incident of teenagers and young adults converging and overwhelming in one area of the city was a big topic of conversation. It just happened this past weekend. And in that instance, they caused a lot of damage. The mayor responded this way, though, when someone characterized it as mob action. That's not, not appropriate. We're not talking about mob actions. I didn't say that. Wait, wait, I, okay, what I'm... Hold on a second, okay? Respectfully, these large gatherings... These large gatherings, just hold on a second, y'all. I promise you, we have time to talk. It's important that we speak of these dynamics in an appropriate way. This is not to obfuscate what is actually taking place. This was the scene near Roosevelt and Canal Sunday night. Groups looted a convenience store. More than three dozen teenagers were arrested along with a 12-year-old and at least one 20-year-old. Store owners said it was the second such incident in that area in just the past few weeks. And today, Mayor Johnson commended Chicago police for the way they handled it. To the best of their ability, I believe that they attempted to engage with our young people, with community partners, giving as much warning as they possibly could. And, you know, fortunately, arrest, you know, where fortunately some damage was was caused. And the level of sensitivity and patience that our officers expressed, I'm appreciative of that. He didn't call it mob action. He didn't call it rioting. He didn't call it looting. He called it large gatherings. Now you, you know, Miss Waddy know. Every damn people that's listening to this, to this podcast know that that wasn't just large gatherings. You had large gatherings, but you also had rioters. You had mob action. They recovered 
with weapons. They locked up about 40, 40, 50 or people. They, they locked up about 40, 50, 60 people. You had you had destruction. Man, I mean, I'm just asking this one question and then we'll move on. Is why is it why do you think we can only give our opinion? What do you guys think? Why the mayor won't condemn? Why won't he call out criminals in their criminal behavior? Why why can't he call it out? I mean, it is what it is. Pretty much. I mean, there's it's not like people making stuff up. There's video of kids, kids or young adults or adults destroying property, looting, fighting, getting arrested, get you know what I'm saying, getting charged with with weapons. You know, I mean, I'm I'm appreciate that he you know he gave us some kudos, but I mean, why can't he call out the the bad apples? Why can't he call out the the the, the criminals? Too much coddling, too much of mm. a political political agenda to me, in my opinion. That's all I got to say. Okay, I mean, his approach <clears throat> is for right now. He's he's trying to be neutral. You know, he's trying to be right. neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it, why it's, I feel, it, yeah. it's just a safer route. It's, it's, hey, you guys, you know, uh, gatherings, they get together. And uh, like you said, Dan, he's not going to mention the criminal behavior. But then, uh, you know, the police, you know, they did everything to give out warnings. And unfortunately, um, some stuff had to take action to, you know, so they did their best to their abilities. And you know, it's just a neutral thing. It's just trying to find words, a uh, way to word things without stepping on any toes. So it's like, mm. it doesn't sound as bad. You know, nobody. I'm just not going to drive along this shit. It, yeah, it's neutral. It, it's just a safe. It's just safer. It's right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a safe. A, a safe speech, a safe approach to a safe step or whatever. So he's 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 not hot or cold about it. So Brandon Johnson is lukewarm on on crime. He's not hot with it where he's pissed off about it, and he's not cold where he just shuts it off. He's lukewarm, which is a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Because. You hear how you sound. You hear how you sound on there. If I was mayor, and I see that, if I seen destruction in my city, oh yeah, capitalize my, capitalize my. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My city. I'm the mayor. This is my mayor. Mm -hmm. I'm hot. I'm hot about it. Or I'm cold. If I'm just cold blooded. Because even that freeze, even, even if, if something's so good, it can still burn you. So either way, it go hot and cold, you know what I'm saying, it's good. But if you lukewarm, then you no good. And you can't be lukewarm when it comes down to crime. If you lukewarm on crime, you no good. We're giving the mayor four years because that's what he gets. You can't be lukewarm on crime. You're not lukewarm when it comes down to the police department, to police officers. 
if you look warm on crime, that's all I'm gonna say. You got to call out what it is. You can, damn that, you can't condemn people and this and that. Damn that. So that's all. That's all I'm gonna say on that one. Downtown Chicago is beautiful. My wife and I we used to eating and you know, uh, date nights or whatever. We used to go down, park the car, and just walk and just enjoy the city. You can't enjoy the city. You got kids and people destruction and tearing up stuff and robbing people and this and that. You, we haven't been down there walking like that in in years. I may have to go down and shoot somebody. So, I mean, you know, and with these kids, you know, you got to start fighting the parents. You got to make the parents raise these kids. Hold the kids accountable. You got to attack the uh the family. Get attack the parents. Let's move on. Let's move on to what's new on the beat. My favorite part of the show. And we're going to have Miss Waddy go first. All right. Wadi. No. Wadi. Wadi. Nothing crazy, nothing funny. Just typical Which? senseless stuff. But nothing. Okay, like what? No, just shot spotters in different locations all night. So and that's what's been happening all week. Okay, it's been some shooting. Been some shooting in the areas. Okay. And you was going, you was going license siren to them, to them spots. There's Wadi. You know it. Uh oh, when you driving, did you had your, did you have that pole in your hand? Uh, on Miss Wadi clutch, clutching it. Negative. <laughs> Come rolling up, ready. Hey, you had that, you had that pipe in your hand, driving one one arm on that steering wheel, the, the other hand clutching that Glock. Getting ready? Yep, definitely getting Jumping ready. Jumping out on somebody? <laughs> there you go. All right. Holiday, man, what you got? You getting the new cat daddy? Uh, man, I've been, I've been locked up most of the time, but uh, 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 it's been a little, been a little uh, slow, but, uh, you know, I always have something um, to remind people, uh, stay dry. Stay dry when it's raining out, you know. There you go. You know, you get them. You get them calls. Uh, That's good. You know, it, it's just a tip and trick. You know, they had them PDTs where you can make phone calls. You can call the person back, or you get a yeah. You get the dispatcher to call back. And that day it was raining uh, like crazy. Was that Saturday? I think it was Saturday. That one day was I was out on the field. It was raining all night, nonstop. I said, "Man, shit." <laughs> I said, "Hey, man, let me make sure they need service before I get out this car." So, hey, make that call or get dispatcher. Hey, man, y'all still need police service? Or they say, "Nah, we good." Person left. Whatever the case may be, or uh, false alarm. Bet. So, like, oh boy, like, oh boy, say, you know, stay thirsty, my friends, at the second guy. Hey, stay dry. Hey, you know what? As police officers, we should never get hungry. We should never get cold, never get wet. We go home the same way we come to work. That's the whole idea. We, we want to make it to retirement 
and we want to enjoy the pension longer than we've been on a job. I'm going to say that again. We're going to enjoy and we are going to enjoy our pension longer than we serve on the job. Oh, man, I'm feeling hot today, man. Uh Uh-oh. I'm feeling hot today. Hot and ready like little Caesars. (laughs) You know, (laughs) hey, listen, so um, I got a good one. Uh Uh-oh. I have a good one. We, my partner and I, I was with Dig. My partner and I, we was going on a call domestic. And, uh, caller, you know, the the the, the narrative read, uh, man is throwing his girlfriend on the wall in a church, in the currency exchange. What? Fighting. Okay. We get the, we driving there. It was some some ways out. So we get in there. A second call came. They left. Went eastbound. Okay, guy in an orange shirt, woman in a woman in a white shirt, two male black, uh, a male black, one male female, female black. We see him. I was driving, rolled up. Uh, Thig was like, "Y'all good?" You know, what I'm saying, you know, he was, you know, trying to be, trying to be hard. Yeah, we good. We don't need anything. Of course, we get out because she, we can clearly see she wasn't good. And uh. He was like, the the female was like, she just wanted some air. They've been arguing. Of course, he, you know, some stuff been going on. She she don't want to press charges. Okay. She just want to leave, get some air, but he won't allow her to leave. He said, mm. no, she ain't going nowhere. Oh, okay. He said, she ain't going nowhere. Mm. I was like, wow. And then he walked up on her. So I grabbed dude, said, bro, player, like, relax. What do you? What, what are you actually going to do in front of us? He was like, she ain't going nowhere. I said, okay. Well, I mean, I said, dude, what, I mean, what's what's the problem? Talk to us. What's the problem? They're homeless. They've been homeless. They've been out in the streets for four days. And he said, she's the reason for it. Okay. I mean, listen, you guys are in the same situation. Y'all both homeless. You fighting her. What What's that going to solve? And then Thig was like, Thig was like, she was like, if you get locked up, she's just going to leave anyway. So why not you just let her go? She'll be back. She just needs to cool. Y'all just need to cool off a little bit. And you know what this dude did? Oh, oh so, this say, did, he, did he cry? No. This dude took his shirt off and started stretching. And said she ain't going nowhere. He said, Y'all just gonna have to lock me up. <laughs> I was like, you know, I was like, what what you stretching for? <laughs> I, I, you know what I'm saying, Miss Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This dude literally was stretching with his shirt oh, off. Well, he was exercising. <laughs> he was exercising. So, something. I I did this. I told I told Thig, I told Thig, take her. I said, take her in the car. Uh, I said, I said, sit in the car. Then I turned, looked at him. I stood right in front of him and I said, now what are you gonna do? <laughs> it, 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 you know, and I waited. I said, what are you gonna do? Right. She 
she's getting in the car. He's looking past me like I'm like I'm a ghost. I'm a, I'm not there. And he was like, he rose his hand up. Are you just gonna leave me? <laughs> and I thought so. I told him I thought so. Mm. And so, dude, I said, listen, she just needs to calm down. You need mm. to calm down as well. Y'all just need some space. I said she right. don't want you locked up. She just need to. She just wants some space. Just right. give her that. And then I told him, put man, put your shirt back on. And then we ended up taking her, taking her over to a family member's house. Right. <laughs> I, I was sitting up there. I was sitting up there like this dude took his shirt off and started stretching right. like he about to fight. All I can think of, because we was on a busy intersection, I can think of seeing like a truck driving 50 miles per hour and just throwing them in front of a truck oh final destination nice yes flawless victory and <laughs> i told brother i said listen just relax she ain't doing that you're not scaring anybody with this take your shirt off stretching that's a that's a give you ain't, you ain't doing that with what you what you doing so yeah that was my that was my what's new on the beat well, thing I would get in that car and start laughing, like, man, what my man going? What are he gonna do? <laughs> so, yeah, not a dull moment. All right, let's keep the let's keep the episode going. Uh, nice holiday. Any follows from last episode? We have a few. Uh, Dan is our first one. Dan, thank you for writing and listening. Dan wrote, "I listened to the last episode." Great show, guys. I believe the state should start finding the parents if their child gets arrested. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with that, Dan. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. It don't got to be nothing astronomical. It don't have to be 250 or nothing like that. 100 bucks. $100. Start finding these parents. Take control yeah. of your kids. Yeah. And they can sell it to me. And then the oh, next, <laughs> like, damn, where the money going to? Hey, man. Hey, man. I'll be, I'll hey, be I ain't rich. mad at that. I'll be rich at least. I ain't kids. mad at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one goes to uh second one, uh, listener, Bianca. Thank you for listening, Bianca. Bianca wrote, good episode. I think it's time to find Fine. parents for their kids' actions. All right. Man, also agree. Hey, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people talking about, hey, start finding that parents because obviously the kids keeping on, they keep doing it. You know, we need corrective uh, behavior here. So, hey, maybe finding a parent. Hey, you know, if I ever bump to uh, Brandon Johnson, Mayor Johnson, man, I'm gonna tell him, I said, man, start finding these parents. He probably tell me, no, we, we, you know, we're not gonna do that, or you know, we, you know, these kids need to be understanding, or whatever. whatever. I don't know. We gotta do something different. <laughs> we have to do something different. And that's why. Anything else you have, uh, holiday? And I wake up from what he just said, like what? Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Number three. Number three goes uh, Vicky. Thank you, Vicky, for writing. 
and Vicky wrote, hey, Van guys, I listened to the last episode and I'm a police officer. Not having a quota is not true. What about supervisors who ask for officers to bring in work so you can stay on the better start times or to get home early? Mm. Touche. Hey, senior pussycat. But that's not the department. Those are supervisors. (laughs) No, no, but we we do get it. Yeah, we do get what you're saying. Right, we do get it, but those are supervisors. The department of itself in the contract, there's no contract saying we there's quotas. But if you have some bosses that, that um, get the grease and pockets, you know, you got grease and pockets, you got to play the game, then you know, not saying good or bad, but uh, there are a lot of officers who benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, I, I benefit from go ahead, holiday. No, nah, I was gonna say shoot that ain't general orders, you know. Those those are optional. You know. When right. that, that's optional. Shit, hell. I never leave. I never leave early. But Miss Water, have you have you been asked have you been asked to uh you can leave early if you just, you know, uh do blue cards or ISRs or whatever the case may be. When I when I was working with a partner and they were um it's like a certain amount of blue cards, but that's the thing. It's kind of like this is my opinion. Like me now, like I don't do the numbers game. I don't because that is a numbers game to me. Okay. And that's mm-hmm. not you supervisors. That's I'm not saying that I'm not saying this every single last supervisor i'm not saying that for clarity right but a lot of supervisors do that so i mean Mm -hmm. that thing so at that it may not just because they don't give a specific number and may i don't know but sometimes and sometimes they do give a specific number so if they do give a specific number how is that not a quota even if it's just for that day clear it is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't, speak your speak your mind, Miss Watch. Speak your mind. Ain't nobody gonna do nothing to you. I ain't worried, but I don't, I don't, I don't do the numbers. There you game. go. I don't. When I give tickets, I give them when I see you do something that's direct in violation in front of me. But I don't hunt for a reason to stop people. No, because a lot of times, okay, okay, unless it's something that looks very suspicious, like. I find in my experience so far that a lot of these people, they do the same thing we do. They been out, been out all day from either work, work late, but you're trying to get home. I'm not bothering nobody over mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just not. That's, and that's just me. I'm not. Because okay. I know realistically, I wouldn't want nobody, because at one point I had, before they started carjacking them, I had like a, a blue Hyundai Accent 2019 and I had tinted windows. And I was stopped, and I know it was for that reason, because um, the traffic stop stop didn't make sense. But they didn't even give themselves time to explain to me why they stopped. They just laughed and literally hurried back up to their car. And I'm just like, hey, mm. um, but you know, and it was probably because I was like, okay, we found a car, you know, whatever. 
it was nothing wrong with my car. It was just like, okay, let's see if there's something in there. But it took for them to learn that I'm, you know, I'm the police. And it's like, I don't feel like, just in general, and I'm not saying, I feel like most cops are good cops. You know, I've said this before. But just sometimes when those situations do happen, I just feel like, like I said, for me, I don't believe in just, I don't believe in hunting for a reason to stop somebody to get some paperwork in. I know how to write tickets. I know how to write movers. Okay. If it was for a learning mm-hmm. purpose, like, and I'm working with a PPO, I will say, okay, we could do a couple of traffic stops because at the end of the, and it's not about me trying to FTO them. I'm not an FTO, but it's just simple fact that I asked them like, you know, so far, you know, since you've been off status, I mean, not off status, but off cycles, what do you like to, what do you find yourself, what intrigues you the most? You know, and a lot of like, oh, no, right. I want to learn. Right. Or I want to get more practice on doing traffic stops because they want to get the practice of writing movers because I mean, I wrote them a couple of times, but then after you get off cycles and you're done there, you're floating with random officers every day. So some may not ever do anything in, or some people may not do nothing at all. So for you, for that person, um, if I see somebody do some crazy, you know, a little crazy, it's like, okay, we can, you know, he is, you know, his our probable cause to stop them and I let them, you know, carry out their practice, you know, and that's because they're going to be off status soon. And then they're going to be the senior officer in the car to somebody else, even with little time on a job is that, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like I said, overall, just legitimate situations, but I just don't do the whole hunting thing or if you get these many tickets or parkers or whatever, blue cars, you know, you can leave at this. I don't, eh, whatever. If you, if I'm there, okay, I'm there. Would I like to leave mm-hmm. early? Absolutely, but I'm not bending over backwards to leave early. I'm not requesting ten blue cars for me. No, thank you. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not. It's especially like say like, you know, if I'm canceled or something, canceled audio. I would have preferred oh, no. to stay in bed and mm. not come to work. So once I come to work, right. letting me leave at 2 a.m., letting me leave at 1.45, it's not doing much for me because I did not want to leave at 10 o'clock to be at work in the first place. So it's either I'm keeping my day off completely or you got me at work because I'm just not interested in a numbers game. I'm just not. I feel, I feel and there's a lot of officers uh, feel the way you do. Sometimes they come to me. Yeah. Hey, 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 sometimes they come to me like for like doing a traffic mission. Oh, wow. The stop 10 people gets first. No, nah, not today. <laughs> no, no, I don't feel like the now there are days I, I tell you because you you know you get off early. But yeah, I mean, you know, you like you like a more natural approach. Hey, listen, I'm out here, I'm working. Me leaving early is no big deal, you know. So if I see something and I want to pull that person up before that violation, whatever, it's my decision. I don't have to feel forced to do it because I got to meet this, you know, yeah. get this many cards or whatever. So no, this what that's approach. That's fair. That's fair. Now some days, oh yeah, not early. <laughs> I'm getting out. I'm gone. And I ain't even do a like ten. I'm getting five, and, like, and that's you, that's all you're gonna get. And like I said, huh? I'm not saying all supervisors do that. We know everybody on the department ain't like that. You know, everyone you right. ask supervisors who don't who mm-hmm. just want 
simply do the job, answer your calls and go home. I'm not saying that that's not the norm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, you just, mm-hmm. I guess, depending on where you go, where you work at, or depending on what supervisors you have, you get what you get. It just depends. But I'm not, I'm, what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. I'm not going to act like it doesn't exist at all. Yes, it does. And I can say that, like, I'm a cop. It does. <laughs> but I'm not right. saying everybody, every supervisor or every district does that. Some districts don't. Some watches don't. You know, some whole districts don't do that. But then you got some who do. That's a fact. That's a, that's a fact. Hey, you know, Miss White, I'm a, uh, I know a few of your, I know a few of your supervisors. I'm tell them, just let you go early because you're Miss Waddy. My supervisors are cool. I have no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like it's easy for yeah I know I yeah I know a few of them on the job I don't find every reason to complain like I can say what I don't agree with in the moment if it comes my way but it can't unless it directly affects me like I don't really complain much like when they said they was gonna have to start um splitting up our partners our regular partners because we getting a lot of PPOs to the district so we got to work with some of them yeah, I want to work with my partner and that's it. But if I got to work with a PPO or whatever, I don't, I just feel like I wasn't corny and lame like that before the job. So I'm not going to be lame like that after the job. I just don't care. Like stuff that people care about okay. so much, I don't be caring about. Like to be excessively mad about something. But then you also get people who revolve around the job and I don't. So it's like, People are like, I oh, know that's messed up. That's bogus. That's crazy. They splitting y'all up. Is it really crazy? I mean, do I prefer to work with my partner? Yes. But if they saying this is the new change right now because we're getting more PPOs, am I really gonna throw a temper tantrum right. about it? like I'm a child? I thought I was in my thirties. Like I don't care. <laughs> like I don't. I don't care well, if, it, well, if a lot of people care. I just don't care because when I'm off work and I'm enjoying my life. And I'm enjoying the people I love. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. And when I come to work, I get paid the same. I'm gonna get paid less. Uh, I look up stuff. I try, you know, read the general order. I ask questions, and I just strive to do there my job go. effectively in the in the right way to where it's both me and my partner. And if I'm working with a P- with a PPO, they're covered. That they, I don't have to worry about them getting into any trouble or I'm we getting in trouble lawsuits. You know, as long as we get the job done right, I'm good. Mm. That's all. I don't really mm-hmm. care about things that don't matter that much. Yeah, I was about. To, I was just about to say that, Miss White. That's out of your control. Like other people mm-hmm. control. Like if you break up parts because you got a lot of PPOs, we ha- we have the same thing. We have a lot of PPO. Well, a, a lot of people leaving, which means people are are getting are coming on, which mm-hmm. means there's PPOs. So yeah, there's not a a a, a lot of FTOs to go around with that. So you're gonna be people gonna be split up from partners right. to work with ppo so you know we might as well keep on rolling miss why do you talking yeah. good you might as well uh you might as well get in notifications yeah so a migrant man receiving housing services at a chicago police station stabbed another fellow migrant amid an argument between a pair mm-hmm. the violent outburst occurred just after 7 p.m monday at the chicago police department's grand crossing district fox chicago reported George Goyo, 23, and 48-year-old unnamed victim were using the bathroom inside the station when they began arguing. Authorities said 
Goyo put his hands on the man's neck and said he had killed people in the past. Prosecutor said in court Wednesday. Goyo allegedly used a three-inch knife to stab the man in the thigh after chasing him to the front of the police station. Officers saw him holding a bloody knife and arrested him. Authorities said he is charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. The stabbing victim was taken to a hospital in a serious condition, but has since improved. A judge ordered he be held on a $1,000 bond and be monitored electronically. Damn, that's crazy. How you stab somebody in the police station? Um, you know what I'm saying? How do you how do you stab somebody in the police station? I know, that's crazy. But it's even crazier on top of that. I know I'm not a judge. I don't. I think I agree with a thousand dollar bonds. There you go, Miss Waddy. You stop. You, some- you give him the chair. No, absolutely not. <laughs> not play, play <laughs> but okay, Miss Waddy, what you think? How, how much? How much the bond supposed to be? I don't know, but definitely a thousand dollars is like maybe. So it's only hundred bucks. It's like a hundred bucks. bucks. That really is like. Dogs, right. But that's what I be saying. Like, what world do we live in? Like, be held on a thousand dollar bond. He stabbed someone. Wow. And said, I've killed people in the past. Yeah. Three inch knife and stab somebody. And you give him a thousand dollar bond. You know, I want. Hmm. You know, that's crazy. Very I wonder cop- what they argue about in that bat. I wonder what they're arguing about in that bathroom. Like, how right. does an argument assume? Like, I, I guess you, I, I guess somebody was taking too long. Probably had too much, like, burrito or something like that and just, or blew the bathroom up where somebody else can't use it. I don't, I don't know. But they got so mad and so heated with dude. And he said he killed before. And this is what, and this is what we're bringing into this country. Yep. Or not we, but this is, this is who we, I guess we letting in this country. Well, yeah, well, ah, uh, okay, that's crazy. But then you know where you at. These people know where you, you know you get in the police station. What do you think is gonna happen? You think he was gonna get arrested or, or trouble? Thing, man, that's crazy. But I mean, he stabbed somebody. He put him electronic monitor. He need a hundred bucks to post bail. I don't know where he get the hundred bucks from though. You know what I'm saying, where he get a hundred dollars from? You mean like a hundred dollars each? I feel like they could find that from like each person they know. But yeah. well, not know, but you know, but it's, oh, I don't okay. know. Right? Where you get a hundred dollars? It's like from if they from Venezuela or, or Mexico, whether it's like pesos. So like, like what? You're not working. Somebody, like somebody can eat. I don't know. I just feel like a thousand dollars is too easy to come oh. up with. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, bond. You're right. So cheap. I can stab Damn. somebody thousand dollar bond. That you know that's Damn. less than the RTVBs if a person ain't got a license and insurance. I was just about to say that. You just took it right out my mouth. <laughs> the it's like you thought about it. You thought about yeah, it. Right? Wow. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. Cause what's that? That's two thousand. Right? Well, that's Yeah. No uh, license, no insurance. That's two thousand bond that the city bonds you out on. So they, wow, you can stab somebody freely if you want to here. And they'll give you a $1,000 bond out. That's interesting. Yeah, because court, because you got to, wow. you go to court, you got court call. It's like $250, $300 for, 
court costs. And man, I'm going I'm to go stab me somebody. I got $100 on me right now, but they probably charge me more than $100, though. Yeah, you got that title. It's over. They going to charge you and yeah. that Oh, you. Damn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> He'll charge y'all too much. <laughs> oh, oh man. Hey, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Your boy got in trouble the other day. I got I got reprimanded for cursing at somebody. Nice. That's a different story for what's new in the beat. But I got in nice. trouble for cursing at somebody. But nice. yeah, but we'll talk about it another time. I just thought about it. Came into my head about you know stabbing somebody so <laughs> but miss whitey going with the with the next one idris elba which is the famous actor that a lot of people know says he was held at gunpoint after trying to intervene on a man threatening woman i nearly lost my effing life mm. that musician said according to elba the situation transpired outside a club somewhere in the u.s I nearly lost my effing life after attempting to stop a man threatening his girlfriend outside a club. Elba said, a guy was wailing on his girlfriend, screaming in her face, I'll effing kill you, and so on. I come around and I go, look how beautiful she is. Why would you talk to this beautiful princess like that? The man who thought the actor was trying to hit on the woman in question and then brandished a weapon. He pulled out a gun, stuck it right in my face, and goes, you talking about my girl? He thought I was trying to hit on her. I remember that. Don't play negotiations like that. Consequences, man. Then walk away. Let me ask you something, Miss Whitey. What you think about Idris Elba? He's a good actor. Oh, okay, is I mean, if you see Idris Elba, you are you, you know what I'm saying? Is he like, you know, you know, uh, one of those uh, one of those sexy sexy uh, actors? Or, you no. know, where you rate him at? Is he is he no. top or oh no? Okay, no. he don't do he don't do it for you, huh? I've never been interested in him like that. Like a lot of people I know, with I, not, I just don't really don't care. I'm not interested in him oh, like okay. that. He's a good actor, though. All right. And, yeah, I like Idris. I like him. Uh, and I first noticed Idris when he was on the wire. You know. Mm. Yeah, you got to be careful out here. You got to be careful. I know you. <laughs> hey, my, man, my man was smooth with it. He trying to be smooth with it. You know, you yell, you're coming at this beautiful woman like this. Hey, the brother like. He stuck that gun in his face, man. Get on, man. I don't care if he eats his elbow. <laughs> no, you got to be careful out here. So, hell, that's if you knew it was him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think he's a regular joke. Shit. You know, you ain't used to seeing celebrities first. <laughs> Hang on somewhere. Hang on somewhere. Right. No, you definitely got to be careful out here. If you're not equipped, to handle something when if the situation presents itself, you definitely gotta be careful. The best the, the best thing anybody can do is just call just call the police. You see some call the police. Um somebody talking about yeah, I'll kill you, whatever. Oop, call the police. Like, hey, there's something going on, a domestic, a fight or whatever on 35th and you know what, send a unit out here or whatever, and you know. You can go home and say, hey, I did my, my part. But, yeah, you go in trying to confront, better be ready now because something like that can happen. So, I mean, pull a gun. Like, hey, you know what? It's your word, bro. You look you, you look at the girl like, so sorry, and keep on going. 
But for anonymous tips up to $5,000 for tips leading to all gun trafficking charges or convictions, and then also $15,000 for any tips leading to homicide charges or convictions, you can also call 833-408-0069, or you can always email at cpdtip.org. All right, people, let's use it. Let's use a lot of crime out there. If you see something, say something. All right, let's investigate. Let's move on. Let's investigate. We about we paying tribute and and we're honoring our men and women law enforcement officer who have died in the line of duty, who was assassinated in the line of duty this past couple months from early June up until now. 18, you heard me, 18 officers slain in the line of duty. Now we're just talking about gun down. 18 nationwide from June, early part of June until the early part of uh, August in two months, 18. And I bet you, I bet you amount of money in my pocket. And all I got is lit right now that you have not heard about it. Probably one or two, a couple, but 18. I mean, that. That's that's hard to hear. It's messed up. It's messed up because I always go back. If you're gonna have the same energy when officer kills somebody or whatever, have the same energy when the officer, when the soldier of that city or whatever gets gunned down. When we leave out that door to go to work, we don't know if we're gonna make it back. We're not indestructible. We're not robocops. We're human beings. We bleed, we sneeze, we get sick, we get tired, we get frustrated, we get angry, we get sad, we cry, we can get, we can hurt. Just the other day in the third district, somebody shot the officers when they was doing a, uh, going after a person with a gun. Thank God no officer got hurt. But did that officer know he was going to be in the shootout that day? So right now, we just want to acknowledge the men and women who were slain, who was assassinated, who was murdered, wherever you want to call it, on the line of duty, you know, who was listening to this episode. Not only hear it, but also pay attention to what's going on out here. They gave the ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate, their lives, protected these men and women in these communities. I say it all the time. Holiday, Miss White, I know you say it. And you all, we all in agreement. Enough recognition. So, Miss Wadley, if you can do us the honors, okay, you can go over the first. We can do the the the, 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 the first five or six. Okay, Fairway Police Officer Jonah Oswald fatally shot in gun battle with car theft suspects. Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. Fairway Police Department officer Jonah Oswald died of wounds sustained in a gunfight with a car theft suspect at a gas station on Sunday morning. Very unfortunate. New York Police Department officer Alex, Alexis Martinez killed by father in murder-suicide. Wow. Bronx, New York, New York Police Department officer Alexis Martinez was fatally shot by his father during a murder-suicide incident on Wednesday, according to investigators. Another tragic one. And then we have one from San Diego, California. 
San Diego Police Department canine, sir, killed while apprehending a gunman. So they lost their canine. A San Diego Police Department canine, sir, was fatally shot while trying to apprehend a gunman during a standoff at the Mesa College campus early Wednesday morning. That's always unfortunate too. Trujillo Alto Municipal Police Sergeant Pedro Torres Santos murdered by murder in drive-by shooting. Trujillo Alto, Puerto Rico, Trujillo Alto Municipal Police Department, Sergeant Pedro Torres Santos was murdered in the line of duty on Monday night while working a second job as a security officer at a bakery. Wow, that is so tragic. So we have one from Vil Palate, LA. Vil Palate Marshal's officer, Deputy Marshal Berry, Giglio was murdered in the line of duty while attempting to serve a warrant on Monday night. Wow. Those are always tough. Those are always tough because we don't know how those may turn out. Eastland County, Texas. Eastland County Sheriff's Office Deputy David Dave Basecker was murdered in the line of duty while responding to a domestic disturbance on Friday night. That is sad. Thank you, Miss Wadi, for reading off your list. Holiday. Read your list, uh, Playboy. All right. So we have Alamogordo police officer Anthony Ferguson fairly shot by a fleeing suspect. Alamogordo, New Mexico. Alamogordo police department officer Anthony Ferguson died in the line of duty on Sunday after being shot by a suspect during a foot chase. Our next one, Fargo police department officer Jake Wallen murdered by gunman. Fargo. Police Department Officer Jake Wallen was murdered in the line of duty while responding to crash scene on Friday afternoon. Gary Police Department K-9 Falco shot by gunman during foot chase. Gary, Indiana, Gary Police Department K-9 Falco was fatally shot in the line of duty while trying to apprehend a fleeing gunman on Thursday afternoon. Mary County Sheriff Officer Deputy John Durham, murdered by inmate, Indianapolis, Indiana. Mary, Marion County Sheriff Officer Deputy John Durham was murdered in the line of duty on Monday while bringing an inmate back to the jail after a medical transport. U.S. Virgin Island Police Department, Detective Delberth, Phillips, murdered by gunman. St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Island, Virgin Island Police Department. Detective Delbert Phillips was murdered in the line of duty on Tuesday morning while responding to a report of an armed suspect in the hospital grounds neighborhood. Cripps County Sheriff Deputy Tay Brown murdered by a fugitive during traffic stop. Cadell, Georgia, Crisp County Sheriff Officer De Deputy T. Brown was fatally shot by a fugitive on Wednesday morning while conducting a traffic stop on a stolen vehicle. Tell City Police Sergeant Heather Glenn was murdered by a domestic violence suspect. Tell City, Indiana. Tell City Police Department Sergeant Heather Glenn was murdered on Monday as she was trying to arrest a domestic violence suspect. Man, thank you, Holiday, for going up your list. 
June 29, 2023, Fort Wayne, Indiana State Police. Trooper Aaron Smith died in line of duty on Wednesday night after he was hit by a fleeing vehicle while deploying uh, stop sticks on the roadway. On June 20th, 2023, Pennsylvania State Police Trooper Jacques Roju was murdered in line of duty on Saturday while searching for a gunman who opened fire on a nearby state police station. June 19, 2023, Wintergreen, Virginia, Wintergreen Police Department Officer Mark Christopher was murdered in the line of duty while fighting with a violent suspect on Friday night. June 6, 2023, Denham Springs, Los Angeles, the police department, Corporal Sean Kelly died in the line of duty on June 2nd, more than three weeks after he was shot multiple times while responding to a disturbance outside the local shopping center. On June 5th, 2023, Mate 1, West Virginia, State Police Sergeant Corey Maynard was on duty while responding to a report of shooting. On June 2nd, 2023, Madison Police Department Officer Ronnie Tyler was murdered in the line of duty while trying to apprehend an armed suspect who had taken two women hostage. In May 23, on May 23rd, 2023, Scott County, Kentucky, Sheriff Office Deputy Caleb Coonley was murdered in line of duty while conducting a traffic stop. Listen, we just want to say our thoughts and prayers goes out to the men and women in law enforcement who was murdered serving these communities. Thoughts and prayers goes out to the family and the departments of the fallen officers. You know, we are policing in some unprecedented times right now. Attacks on law officers have risen. You know, so far in 2023, 33 officers have been, have been killed by gunfire. In 2022, 61 officers died by gunfire. In 2021, 63 was died by gunfire. And in 2020, 46. So you can you can see how it had grown that they've gotten larger since 20. Because 2020, we only had 46 officers. We had 46 officers who were killed in the line of duty. And this is by gunfire. Now there's officers who died by heart attacks because of the situation, the incident they was in. We have officers who were stabbed to death. We have officers who were ran over by cars, crashed in a motor vehicle they're trying to get to, responding to a, a call. So we're just talking about just gunfire alone. And it's, and the percentages is keep going up day after year after year to the men and women who's out there serving, who have who's going to keep holding the line. We are enduring hardness. We got to endure the, 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 the criticism. We got to endure the, the offenders. We got to endure the community. We got to endure the politicians. We're not doing our jobs. We're police brutality. We got anti-police. You know, we got people want to uh, defund. People want to abolish. People killing, 
people hurting officers. We have to endure all of it. And why should we endure this? No matter what's going on, people still need the police. So we ain't going anywhere. The brothers, we honor you by keep working. We honor you by remembering what you, what you, has, what you have all have sacrificed. We will never forget it. It's been two years since Elder French has died in the line of duty. It's been two years already. We will never forget the ultimate sacrifice. We're still in the fight. We are still in the arena. So we ain't going anywhere. It doesn't matter what Jack Leg politician is in office. It doesn't matter what fake community activists have to say. It doesn't matter what piece of crap criminal is going to do. The police department and the men and women who serve in, in these departments are not going anywhere. And that's the show. We appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, thank you for all your feedback. Keep continue to support us. We will talk to you guys next time. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet. The Announcer Blue Cape Award winner. Holiday. Who's getting the award today? Today's Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than an Easley police officer was killed August 2nd when he was hit by a train while trying to save a person who was suicidal, authorities said. Matthew Logan Hare, 22, along with another officer responded to a 911 call about a person experiencing a mental health crisis. At about 6 a.m. at the train tracks near the 2000 block of East Main Street, Police Lieutenant Ashley Anderson said in a press briefing. Her and other police were attempted to aid a suicidal subject when a train struck Hare as he tried to get the person off the tracks. According to Pickening County Coroner's report, Officer Hare saved the life of someone he did not know. Officer Hare was a hero. We on the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast want to posthumously award Officer Hare for his bravery and given the ultimate sacrifice, his life. We want to say thank you and rest in peace. Every time they put on the badge, they knew they might not make it home. And so did their families know that. Each time they went on a shift, they knew it could be their very last. And when that time came where they knew there was danger, when evil lurked, they did not run, they did not hide. They always ran forward. They answered the call. They gave their lives for all of us. The men and women of law enforcement devote their lives to protecting our children, securing our streets, and keeping our communities safe. Moms and dads can sleep soundly at night. Kids can play with neighbors outside. And grandparents can feel at peace in their homes because they know America's officers are the absolute best and they're always on the beat. The courage and sacrifice of our heroes is the reason our flag stands tall and bravely. Our hearts beat with pride. And our country remains one people, one family, and one nation under God. Today, we thank you. We 
honor you and we forever cherish the memory of our fallen men and women in blue. You're very special people. There's nobody like you. Nobody. God bless you. God bless our law enforcement. God bless the fallen and God bless the United States of America.